Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, this is episode 17, Hustle-Free Goals and Changing Direction. This week, I want to talk about what I'm learning. And what I'm learning this week is a lot of new recipes from an awesome cookbook that Rekindled Roots has put out. Rekindled Roots is one of the homesteading accounts that I follow on Instagram They are a family of 11 um, in Alabama, and they are magnificent gardeners, and I've learned a lot about canning and preserving food from them. And this week, they have released a cookbook of all of their tried-and-true recipes, both canning and holiday recipes, things for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um... Just lots and lots of good stuff in there. It is a PDF download with over 300 whole food, simple budget, family-friendly, nourishing recipes in it. And it's only $10. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes if you'd like to check out the new cookbook from Rekindled Roots. You can also check out Rekindled Roots account on Instagram. So, let's get into today's episode, episode 17, Hustle-Free Goals and Changing Directions. So, last week, we were Swim Upstream, and this week, we have transitioned over into the Funky Farm Girl, and we talked last week about homemaking in the spirit of Miraki. Um, that was episode 16, and I want you guys to know that when I give you guys an episode I'm never doing all these things 100% perfectly there are things that I challenge you in that I'm also preaching to myself there are lots of times that I need the message just as much as you do and last week's episode about really taking a hard look at your priorities and what you're passionate about and how you can put your heart into your homemaking and into taking care of your family. Um, that was something that I really needed to do as well. And so I did reevaluate my priorities and my passions and the things that float right to the top. Once my family is fed and clothed and my house is in a livable condition. Y'all know I'm not Susie Homemaker when it comes to cleaning and those kinds of things I like it to be tidy ish but I don't knock myself out to try to create a perfect house I would much much rather be knee deep in living in my house rather than 
making it showroom perfect. But what floated to the top of my priorities and passions after caring for my family was teaching and encouraging women and showing them what I've learned and in the past and what I'm learning now. Those are the things that are most important to me. And Swim Upstream has been an avenue for me to do that. I started um, preparing for Swim Upstream as a podcast really at the first of the year. Um, This is 2020 and in January of 2020, I set a goal for myself to start a podcast. I signed up for an online podcasting course that would teach me all about how to figure out what my niche was, what my focus audience was, who my ideal listener was, how to set up all the things that needed to be done, how to do all the technical aspects behind the scenes, how to promote it, and all those kinds of things. And I worked through all of those with a focus on having a passion for living your own way no matter what others think and having a passion for being intentional about how we live and not just glowing with the flow but stopping in every situation and saying what is actually going on here what is actually important here does this actually fit the needs of my family and then being able to work through that and go from there at the same time we had moved to a house in the country we had big plans that at some point we were going to have some type of homestead but at the beginning of this year I had grown a couple tomatoes in a bucket in the backyard and I had grown one pumpkin we didn't have a big garden we didn't have a garden at all I had cleared out a flower bed on the side of the house we didn't have chickens I didn't have an urban flower bed and we had a plan but we had a really long timeline we really were thinking over time we're going to build this up and little by little it's going to get bigger and we'll eventually have a homestead here then as everybody knows in March COVID-19 hit and food security and homesteading quickly became the priority for us Um, we both felt very strongly led to plant all the seeds we had to till the garden beds and to build a chicken run and to acquire chickens and make sure that our food supply was secure Uh, we did that for two reasons one we weren't confident that the food supply chain was going to stay steady Um, it has shown itself to be fairly true Um, the things that are there are kind of a lot more inconsistent than they were before certain things are a lot harder to get now Uh, prices are going up and just knowing that we have food that we've grown or food that we've stocked up on gives us a little bit of added security and also um, just being able to have what we have so that we can share it with other people Um, so we really felt the need to do that and do it quickly And so we were on a fast track to build our homestead. And if you go back and listen to episode five, episode five really gives you the heart of why we homestead and what 
we hope to achieve with our homestead and really just what the purpose is in in trying to pursue having a homestead here at our little house in the country so since then we i launched swim upstream right after covid19 started april 1st and so i was planting seeds and tending to them and also gearing up to launch a podcast and since that time i've had to balance between the passion to teach people and the passion to homestead that i really didn't expect to have Um, prior to this year everything i have planted from seed has died i've had very little success and i really was very skeptical that what i was growing would flourish and produce anything at all um I really planted sort of out of obedience because I felt like the Lord led me to. And I would go out and I would pray over my garden and pray abundance over it. But I I just knew there was no way it was going to happen without prayer because I knew my history as a gardener. I was just not a great gardener. Um, But as I began to see things grow and come alive and produce, um, it really, really geared up my passion for homesteading being able to grow and dry herbs and medicinal flowers being able to um, take care of chickens and those kinds of things really stoked the fire of passion for homesteading and on top of that I was really stoking the fire of passion to teach and share um, things that I had learned with other women and so both of these started to increase Uh, I had increasing responsibility with our little hobby farm and I had a desire to make it grow and make it bigger but I really didn't have enough time to do that because I had priority with my family and I had priority to the podcast and I also was increasing in my podcast listeners and I was increasing in a desire to grow but I also didn't feel like I had enough content that was general enough to keep it going I really struggled with Instagram posts and what genre do I fit into and things like that because I felt like that with swim upstream I was in general someone who wanted you to think and live differently But it applied to so many different areas that there really wasn't a specific place that I fit. Which made it difficult to collaborate with other people. Made it difficult to come up with content. And it made it difficult really to expand it. It was really a little bit too big and too general and too vague to do anything with. But I didn't feel led to pare it down to anything more specific. So after last week... And reviewing my passions and my priorities and praying about where I am and where we want to go um, I felt led to merge the two together I could teach about homesteading and I could tell stories I love storytelling I love to explain the process and walk people through things I've learned and things I've done I love to teach people new things. I wanted, I knew that 
work on the homestead easily became things that I wanted to share on Instagram and on the podcast. It was the thing that I naturally wanted to share, but often wouldn't because it didn't fit with the things I was sharing and doing with the podcast. And the two were always at odds with each other, and it was really difficult to know what to share and what not to. And then I really wanted the ability to expand in multiple ways. We have a lot of dreams and goals for the Funky Farm Girl. And I'll talk more about those at the end. But this week's episode primarily is about one, that change of direction. But also in changing that direction, I wanted to talk to you guys today about how to have goals that are hustle free. You can pursue a goal, even an income producing goal, without the hustle. And if you're not sure what I mean, let me explain to you what hustle culture is and what it's not. Hustle culture focuses on you. It focuses on your power, your wants, your notoriety, your status, your likes, your followers, your ranking, all those kinds of things. It's really, really you-focused. It's anchored in what you accomplish, especially as it compares to other people. Where are you in regards to where someone else is, um, maybe in a sales situation, or are you the most popular blogger in this area? Are you, you know, number two on this list of whatever? Um, it really, really is anchored in your accomplishments and your performance. And there's all this pressure on you and on your performance. Hustle culture is built around boss babe and work grind and get it done and run after your goal and focus on just that. It's very all in, full speed ahead, act now, um, you know, work hard, you can sleep when you die kind of mentality. It's really about hardcore pursuit of goals that will bring you fame, money, notoriety, those types of things. And I really believe that you can pursue income-based goals without the hustle. I really do believe that instead of focusing on you, you can ask what the Lord wants for you. How can I serve people instead of lead them? How can I bless instead of boss? What does God have for me in this versus what can I grab for myself? And when we flip that on its head like that, then we're able to pursue our goals without the need to hustle. Instead of being anchored in accomplishment and comparison we can be anchored in faithfulness to do what we've been led to do. And we can be anchored in perseverance to just keep going and keep plugging away and keep doing what we've been called to do. 
it's a focus on progress instead of specific results. It's it's a focus on moving forward, even at a microscopic pace. Um, there's a saying that um, even the pace of the turtle outruns everybody who's sitting on the couch. Um, movement is movement. No matter how slow or how small it is, movement is movement. Instead of having pressure on you and your performance, when you're taking a hustle-free approach to your goals, you have the freedom to do as you feel led to do. You don't have these, you should do this, or you gotta be that things to follow. There's no expectations of other people to meet. You're doing it your own way, how you feel led at the time frame that you feel is right instead of what a personal development coach says you need to do. Um, A great example of this is uh, when I was taking the podcasting course, one of the big focuses was on building an email list. And I really didn't feel led to build an email list. I didn't feel like that that was where I wanted to go. It wasn't part of what I wanted to do. Um, at that point, I wasn't trying to expand my reach or my influence. I really just had the passion to teach and to share. And because I didn't feel that pull and that leading to do that at that time, I didn't do it. Now, modern thinking would tell you that I am doomed to fail because I didn't come up with an email list first. I didn't build my core people Um, But really, I've seen over time that my growth is slow, but it's progressing and it's going in the direction that I want it to go. And I have the freedom to just keep plugging away at that and not worry about producing content for those email subscribers every week. So when we're Pursuing hustle-free goals, we don't have to go all in and go full speed ahead. We don't have to have a timeline because it's not a race. We have the freedom to take our time to learn as we go. We can rest when it's needed. And we can keep our goal in its proper place of priority instead of having it consume us. So many people who are in the hustle culture are consumed by their job. They have trouble balancing family life and work. They have trouble balancing chasing after those goals and dreams that everybody says they deserve and things that they should have and things that they should be doing. They're they're having trouble pursuing that and running full tilt towards that while also having time for family. And having time for relationships with friends. And having time for leisure. Hustle culture makes everything a dollar sign. And it really puts a lot of pressure on you that everything needs to produce something. That there is no lag time or or just stagnancy or just pausing and 
it's really, really hard to love your people well when the main focus is you and your performance and where you're going and what you're doing and what your goals are. So I really do believe that you can set goals in such a way that you've you've thought through and prayed through them. You've asked what the Lord wants you to do and how he's leading you and where he wants you to go. And just trusting him with that very first simple step, like we've talked about in our tools. Um, Finding out what your why is. What is your why? What does the Lord really, really want from you in this? And then researching how best to do that. And then taking the first step. Not going full throttle and taking 10 steps. But the first step. And just focusing on doing that well and being faithful and being um, persevering in that so that you're ready when God gives you the next step to take. So this is how I'm going to approach rebranding this podcast. This is how I'm going from swimming upstream to the funky farm girl. I really feel like the message is still the same. The message is that when God gives you a passion and God gives you a calling that you can pursue that and you don't need to worry about what other people are pursuing or what speed they're going or at what pace they've set that you can just focus on being purposeful and persevering in your thing that God has called you to do so I'm setting goals but I'm doing it without the hustle So what are my goals for the funky farmhouse, funky farm girl? Really, above all, I want to teach people um, lots of different things. And I honestly skipped down to that one last and should have started at the top of my list. So let's back up a minute. We'll come back to teaching people in a minute. First of all, one of my goals is to earn an income. Yes, I do want to use this platform to begin to earn an income that will help to support my family. I'm not approaching this goal with a sense of, let's see how big of a platform I can build and how much money I can make. I'm approaching this from a standpoint of looking at Where my husband and I are in our stage of life, where our girls are, how old they are, where they're going, what the next five to ten years looks like for us, and knowing that realistically in the next five years I will be working in some capacity. And if I begin to do that work now, and I'm faithful to do what the Lord's calling me to do with this, I believe that this podcast and this platform that I'm beginning can be enough to support whatever financial goal I have in working a job. And I really feel led to look at out-of-the-box earnings. I really want to become less and less dependent on corporations and businesses to support our family um, and really want to, as we homestead, become more and more self-sufficient 
um, not only with our food supply, but also with our income stream. Um, there are lots of things that we can do that can build that up to where we depend less and less on a business or a company or a corporation to support and sustain our family. And that's been a big lesson to come out of COVID-19. I think that so many people were so dependent and and just assumed that a job that they had was stable and secure and firm and now they're finding out that it's not and it was a lot more unstable than they expected it to be and so one of my goals is to earn an income and to look for ways to earn that income outside the box in ways that don't depend on other people um, for my income number two goal is to create online courses and ebooks. I really have a vision for expanding the way I teach and beginning to offer classes online, whether it be a beginner's course in canning or whether it be an ebook about pickling different vegetables, um, whether it's beginning fermenting things or planting um, a garden and then buying the seeds and planting them whatever it is I feel like that teaching is something I'm passionate about and so I want to use that as one of the ways that I begin to build and grow the funky farm girl I want it to be more than a weekly chat on a podcast I really want to connect with the people that I'm teaching and begin to give you some practical um, solutions to things that you might have challenges with and begin to teach people how to do some of the things that I have learned to do. And so I'm hoping to be able to do that with online courses and possibly with ebooks. Another thing that I really, really have a passion for is to create a YouTube channel. Um, I actually started last summer trying to create a YouTube channel and very quickly realized that I didn't have the equipment and the technology needed to do a YouTube channel and do it well. And so I had to put that dream aside for a little while and um, honestly podcasting came and filled that hole. And It's still something that I would love to do. Again, it really goes back to my passion for teaching people. And I feel like that a video format is something that would be really, really good. Um, I'd love to use it to teach people, but I'd also love to use it to tell the story of our farm and share with you the things that we're doing and how we're growing and expanding and the different things that we have going on. Um, as our girls get older and they start to pursue income that might be based on the homesteading whether it is incubating incubating and breeding chicken eggs or whether it's raising um, angora rabbits for their fur to create fiber for yarn or whether it's um, baked goods that they sell at the farmer's market or Um, soaps that we make and sell at the local stores Um, there's so many different ways that we can expand uh, 
the income of our farm under the funky farm girl name that would include my girls and I would love to include you guys in that process of sharing with you all the different things that we're doing and trying and learning and the ways that we're growing and the way that our farm is changing and I think it would be great to be able to do that through a YouTube channel another goal I have is to write a book this is a goal that has been on my list my bucket list of life since I was in high school and it is still something I would really really like to do and so at some point I hope to be able to write a book whether it will be about podcasting or social media platforms or homesteading specifically I'm not really sure but one of my goals with the funky farm girl is to eventually write a book and last but not least above all I want to teach people how to own their food supply no matter where they live. You can live in an apartment, you can live in the city, you can live in a house in the country or a trailer park. And there are things that you can do to grow food and to be aware of how to purchase local food. And those things really help you to own your food supply. So this week, I challenge you to consider your own food supply. Find me on Instagram and Facebook to learn more about how you can begin to own your own food supply, including a food stocking challenge for the month of August. I'll give you more information about that on Instagram and Facebook. Our next two episodes will focus on planning a fall and winter garden and stocking a food supply for the winter months. So stay tuned. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted. (laughs) 